Hallelujah. Now, I just want to quickly say this, and it's free of charge this morning. I feel in here there's a rumbling. I feel here there's a stirring, there's a shaking, there's something about to break loose over my life, over your life, over your neighbor's life, over your children's life. Because, you know, I've read something in the scripture that the Bible says that God is a God of covenant that blesses even to a thousand generations. This means that if my life is right with the Lord, I conduct my life right with the Lord. It means my children's 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 children, children's children's children will have a testimony of a great, 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 great father that served God with all of his heart and all all of his might. Go on, uh, let me try that again. My children's 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 children will have a testimony that I had a great, 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 great grandfather who served God with all of his might. And what we have is because of what he did many, many years ago. So our God is a covenant God, a generational God that blesses into a thousand generations. I, I need at least 10 people that will say that my God will bless my children's children because of me. Come on, who agrees with me that my God, my God will bless my children's children's children because of me. And we will have no lack whatsoever. I want you to, I want you to say this with me and agree this with me because what you possess today is what you can face tomorrow. I want you to say today is the last day that I will be beaten down, broken down, hurtful, shameful. Today is the last day. I want to prophesy this to anybody that wants to believe this. The next four months of this year, September, October, November, December, will be the greatest months of your year. In the name of Jesus Christ. uh, Come on. Months of harvest. Months of breakthroughs. Because our God is in the increasing business. You know, it doesn't matter what you go through right now. Our God increases. My God, I feel a stirring here. I'm going to allow the Lord to, to preach and then... I'm going to allow him to do whatever he wants to do. Because I believe that what happened last week, Sunday is coming again in this church. And God's going to shake you out of your chair. Hallelujah. Maybe I must say this in France. But God is a God of increase. I want you to shout increase. No matter what you go through right now, he's a God of increase. Do it again. Shout increase. One more time. One more time. And do you know what? My, many people say to me, well, I'm waiting on my breakthrough. I'm waiting for my next miracle. I'm going, to give you, I'm going to give you a quick teaching what to do while you're waiting for that increase to come. You know, increase is attracted to a cheerful heart. Increase is attracted. Breakthrough is attracted to a cheerful heart. You have to put a smile on your dial, put on your dancing shoes. doesn't matter what you go through. If you want to see increase in your life, you have to praise like it's already done. You have to shout like it's already done. Come on, you have to dance like it's already done. People around you must say, you are crazy. Why are you so happy? Well, the Bible says that we have to be, Paul says this in this scripture. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice Paul was writing this while he was in prison. Paul didn't write this when he had a full bank account, when his wife was there and his children was there. Paul was writing this when he was locked up in prison. He said, I want to tell you that you have to rejoice in the Lord always. If they put you in prison, you rule in that prison. If they put you out in the courtyard, you rule that courtyard. Hallelujah. If you serve in Potiphar's house, you rule in Potiphar's house. If they throw you in a pit, you serve in that pit and you rule in that pit. Hallelujah. 
Because the Bible says you are always the head and never the tail. The Bible says you will always move forward and never backwards. Come on, the Bible says that God is alive and awake to perform His word over your life. Why can I rejoice? I rejoice because of still. He's still on the throne. He's still the King of kings. And He's still the Lord of lords. I like this crowd. This side is there excited. This side is still in the 8 o'clock service. And this side is in, hey, they are 12 o'clock. Woo! I want you to shout increase. Come on, increase. I want to get that scripture on the board, Isaiah 54. If we can, please open your Bibles. Follow this with me. Do we have it? Thank God. Sing, O barren, you have not born. Please just pause. If you say, I don't want to get pregnant now. I'm not singing. I'm not shouting. I'm not talking to you about getting pregnant. If our children's just need more kids, I'm going to lay hands on everything that moves and say, Lord, increase, increase. You're barren womb. You open up twins. Oh, I, I smell twins this side, you know. You know. <laughs> Is this a triplet right sense here? You know? When I say triplet, he moved a little bit. Okay. I'm speaking to people that has been barren financially, emotionally, physically, spiritually, barren in any area of your life. Sing, O barren. What does the Bible say to do when you're barren? Sing. What does he say to do when you're barren? Sing. You sing your way out. You sing your way to, to, to a place of life. Sing, O barren, you who have not born. Break forth into singing and cry aloud. That scripture proves everything, that there's no silence in the kingdom of God. We have to lift up, lift up a voice as a trumpet and give God a shout of praise. He doesn't say sing in silence. He says sing and cry aloud. You who have not labored with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. I like this one. Please say this with me. Do not spare. Do you know what this means? This means that we serve El Shaddai and not El Getby and not El Chipo. He says, do not spare. Come on, if God is your God and if God is your Father, heaven is, listen, I want to say this off the bat. I, I, you know, I'm very sensitive to the Holy Spirit when the anointing comes. There's many people that have got an issue when God starts to bless His people. Well, if God does not like people to be blessed, then He's very uncomfortable in heaven. Because the Bible says in heaven, there are streets of gold. The Bible says the gates has been created with pearls. There's, there's jasper and onyx and all these kinds of precious stones, the scripture says. So God is not uncomfortable in blessing his people. What does the Bible say? Do not spare. I'm here to challenge you this morning. If you want to see increase, you do not spare. You don't put God on a budget. When you serve God, yeah, when you serve God, you're on a target. If they hurt me, I said nothing this morning. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand like God. You shall increase to the right and to the left. And descendants will inherit your descendants. I want you to shout, my descendants. One more time. Come on again. They will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed. 
Neither be disgraced, for you will not be put to shame, for you will, they will forget the shame of your youth, and they will not remember the reproach of your widowhood, widowhood anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I said enough. I think we can close the service and go home. God is about to increase you from the left to your right. He's about to increase you. Come on, moving forward, going backwards. There's increase coming to your house. I don't, I don't you know, when I, when, I, when I started preaching this, I, I, I looked at people and I thought, I don't think they're ready for this service. You know, I don't think they're ready for this word. Something happens with the word. The word must be received. The word must be accepted. And the word must be, must be put into action. It's no use you hearing the word of God but not putting something into action. This is why you have to do something when you feel bound, when you feel the depressed when you feel lonely you have to get a song on the inside of you you have to get a praise going on on the inside of you because you know your spirit man is the one that agrees with you that say listen what you're seeing now is just for a mere moment but God is about to take you from here to there God is about to move you from left to right he's about to increase you come on from left to right he's about to increase your territory he's about my what people don't understand, when, when God starts to increase you, He increases everything. He increases your favor. He increases the doors that He will open up for you. He increases the contracts that's coming to your business. He's increasing your joy. Oh my God, He's increasing. The very number on your hair will be increased when God is done with you. Your teeth will be increased. Oh, hallelujah. Your wisdom will increase. Your joy will increase. Hallelujah! Shout increase! And do you know what the Bible says? The Bible doesn't say when God starts to bless you, He blesses you in measures. No, He says He increases you from the left to the right. What does this mean? It means as far as I can go right, that's my territory. As far as I can go left, that's my territory. You might have a problem with this, but Abraham and Lot had to move into different cities because they had too much increase. They couldn't live in one town together. Because of the blessing of God. The day is at hand. You might say, well, we've heard this for a long time. Look at the seasons and the hour. The day and the time is at hand where the church world will see the increase of God. That you will have to move into different cities and towns because God is about to bless you. And let me just quickly say this. When God starts to bless you and He increases you, no man can stop what God has blessed not bad report about you, not gossip about you. Nothing can stop the blessing of God. When people look at you and say, look at this guy. He's outnumbered. You know what God says? That's perfect. I'm using the weakest of the clan. Hallelujah. To display my power through. Shout increase. Now, shout increase. Shout increase. You're going to increase from your left and to your right. And do you know what? My children's children's children will have part of the increase. For my God is a generational God that blesses into a thousand generations. If you believe that, jump to your feet and give Jesus crazy praise in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Something happens in the, in the realm of praise. When you praise, we release a sound. You know, the whole world was created through a sound. Let. Let it be light. You know, when, when Job complained, the Bible says that God said, Were you there when I have placed the stars in its place? Were you there when the angels of the Lord were shouting for joy? When I laid the first cornerstone of the earth? Were you there? You were not there. You know, people don't understand. The stars in the sky is not just stars in the sky. What you don't know is they are worshiping God. 
If you have never listened to Louis... That one. Louis uh, Gigli. Liao Liao. That one. If you listen to him, you will, you, will, you will hear how the stars are worshiping God. The sun and the moon are adoring the King of Heaven. The whales in the ocean. The sounds they are making is to worship the King of Heaven. Hallelujah. Everything was created to worship the King. So what we do is when you release that sound in praise, we release an atmosphere. The glory of God starts to fill a place. And when the glory of God starts to fill a place, it doesn't put an emphasis on a man. It puts an emphasis on the Son of Man. It puts an emphasis on the living Christ. Hallelujah. And when Jesus is more real than your pain, you get healing. Because your purpose is greater than your pain. Now, somebody needs to hear this again. I'm telling you, your purpose is greater than your pain. You have been going through some heartache, some pain. There's a purpose for that. Amen. God is not about to drop you. He's about to reinstate you. If you believe that, say hallelujah. So we worship God. We praise God. And when we praise God, there's something that happens in praise. I can feel that when, when, when they lay Daniel in the lion's den, I don't, I don't think that Daniel has sang... Some glad morning when this life is over, I'll fly away. I don't think he did that. He would have been depressed. Nah. Do you think I sang that? I think that when they dropped him down, he said, Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, bang! You such still, you liar. That is who you are. And I don't think he worshiped like this. What was I cut? <laughs> Even in the pit, he knew the light of the world. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abnego, when they were thrown in the furnace of fire, what did you think that they sang? Do you think they, they sang, Don't cry for me, Argentina? No. I think they sang, If this is your power... If this is your glory, let it rain, let it rain all over me. Mold me, Lord. Touch me, Lord. Hallelujah. That's what he said. Glory to God. That's what they said. They didn't just sing some glad morning when this life is over. Of the drur may seal. Something of Uriel's. Of the Uriel's song. They, they, they lived up a praise. My God, because when you praise, not even hell can stop you. You know, Satan can't read your thoughts. You better hear me. Satan can't read your thoughts. This is why you have to confuse him with your song. He can hear what you say. We don't, we don't speak what we see. We speak what we believe. Look what the Lord has done. Boom. Hallelujah. When David was called to the battlefield, what do you think David said? When they saw that big Goliath, his brother said, what are you doing here, you little, you little weasel? Go back. His fingers were still smelling like cheese. <laughs> but I can, I can just imagine this. As, as Saul said, okay, here, use Michael. He says, just hang on. I went to the enemy's camp and I took back what he stole from me. I took back what he stole from me. Took back what he stole from me. I went to the enemy's camp. 
And I took back what he stole from me. He's under my feet. He's under my feet. He's under my feet. Satan is under my feet. Whoa! What did you what do you think they have done to see increase when the walls of Jericho fall? Do you think they march down in silence? Come on. And march down just with a, with a quiet song. Now something happened. The six times they were marching around, they were quiet. But it was a song. You know, people say, why did they, why were they quiet? Well, let me just quickly tell you. The six times they marched around that wall, they were getting the lyrics right. This is how we fight out battles. This is how we fight out battles. Can you hear it? They say, fight my battles. The lyrics, they got it. Fight my battle. Hit me look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Can you hear a small boy? This is how we fight our battles. This is how we fight our battle. And when they started shouting, the walls were coming down. Because this is how we fight our battles. We praise our way out of our situation. If you believe that, jump to your feet and shout, this is how I fight my battles. Hallelujah. Whoa. Is it just me? Am I the only excited one in this? We, we even took out the chase in the back for people to start to run like crazy people. Hallelujah. Praise has an effect on you and on your household that will bring walls down, that will break shackles in the name of Jesus Christ. You are not called to be oppressed. You are called to possess. It's time to possess the land that God has given you. And if you feel like that people, people are... No, people are cruel, by the way. But you can't get your joy out of people. The joy that you have has not been given to you by your husband, by your wife, by your grandchildren. It's not been given to you by your pastor. The joy that you have has been given by God. And God has given it, and the world cannot take it away. There's nothing that Satan can do that can take away your joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to do quickly, uh, I don't normally do this, but it, it came to my spirit. I want to ask you to take a pen and paper. I wanted you to write down five things to experience increase in your life. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Now, as you get your stuff ready, think about this, that when you praise, it becomes a sweet-smelling aroma in the presence of God. Who remember that woman with the alabaster box? When she came to Jesus, she broke that expensive anointing oil. She poured it over his feet. The scripture says the whole house had that fragrance. This is what happens when you praise the Lord. I'm going to read you scripture later on with Paul and Silas. The same thing happened. There's something that happens when you praise. Amen. That becomes a sweet smelling aroma. Your attitude can stink to the praise. This is fixed vapor up. Amen. Fix. Hallelujah. Okay, so. Number one, the Bible speaks about if you fear the Lord and you trust Him, that He will bring increase to your house. Say with me, I have to trust Him. I have to fear Him. 
You know, in the dispensation that we are living in, especially with Google and the 21st century, people don't believe in the fear of God. Also go and look at those people's fruit of their ministry, non-existent. Also look at the miracles on the non-existent. Also look at the presence, non-existent. They can talk a good talk, but can never release the manifested presence of the Lord. It's because there's no fear of the Lord. Let me quickly explain this to you. I've been to Durban, so I can take you to Durban. All right, so I've been around, the, I can tell you this. When the fear of God comes into a building, man has to do nothing. Because the fear of God comes in, demons runs out. People come into a place of repentance. That's where the healing comes. That's where the stirring. This is when it becomes like that, that, that song that says this is holy ground. We're standing on holy ground. For the Lord is here. And where he is, it's holy. This is holy ground. And you, you will see this. Not all of Israel stood on holy ground. Moses stood on holy ground because Moses had the fear of God. If you have the fear of the Lord and you trust God, the Bible says God will increase you. So I'm speaking to people who have been trusting God. You've been trusting God for ridiculous miracles. Maybe even if, even if you didn't see it come to pass yet, it's not over. Because I'm going to give you a key now. How do I get that promise coming in fulfillment in my life? I'm going to praise my way out of it. I'm going to praise until those doors are opening up. Hallelujah. I'm not just backing down because I had a bad day. A bad day can change. God's word will never change. His word is yes and amen. If he has promised, it will come to pass. So number one, I have to trust God and I have to have a, a reverence, a holy fear unto him. If you do that, you'll see increase in your life. Any man that fears God will see increase in his life. Any man. This is what I always taught people, you as Christians, when you wake up in the morning, consider the dove. When you go to bed at night, consider the dove. Before you speak, before you gossip, before you lie, consider the dove. Because when you consider the dove, who remember that sermon I taught you on? When you consider the dove, everything changes. Now the fear of God becomes your reality. And it's not a fear of God and, oh, I can't approach him in that manner. No, it's a holy fear that he's a holy God, a righteous judge. And one who says, be holy for I am holy. You know, people don't believe in holiness no more. Then we, get, we can take the Bible and rip some pieces out. You know, people quote scriptures that soothe their own filthy lifestyles. The Bible says, be thou holy for I am holy. Without holiness, no man shall see God. He's a holy God. He's not a God that understands your sin. He's a God that understands his word. I've said, you can't be quiet now. I'm, I'm preaching some truth in this place. Don't shut me down on this message. If you believe that he's a holy God, lift those hands and say he's holy. He's holy. He's holy. He's holy. That's who he is. He's a holy God. Shout, he's holy. Now, the Bible says in Proverbs 3 verse 9, it, the scripture speaks about to, you have to honor God with the increase of your field. Now, this means when, when God has blessed you financially, you have to honor God with your increase. Do you know what people do? The more money people get, the higher they make their, their, their uh, let, let's say this, the, the, the way of their living. They increase their living instead of not increasing the giving. When God gives you financial breakthrough, it's not for you. It's for the kingdom. It's for the advancement of the kingdom. Somebody with me in this place says for the advancement of the kingdom. So the Bible says when you, when you honor God with your substance. Now, the word honor, think about this. What does it mean to honor God? It's something that God receives and accepts. People tip God and think that's an honor to God. Again, now people, I'm speaking about money now. You have to get excited now. You, you better jump to your feet and say, listen to this. 
The Bible says when you honor God with your income and with the increase as God increases you, God will increase you permanently. Because if God can't trust you with 10,000, how do you think God can trust you with 100,000? The 10,000 rand is a test to you. And when God sees I can trust him with the 10,000, he brings the increase. Because God says now, you honor me with your increase, so I'm going to honor you with my substance. And then he increases you to the left and to the right. Praise God. I've heard many people say, well, we need financial breakthrough, but never sowed financially in their life. You know, poverty is a spirit. And the way to break that thing over your life is to give. When you give, you have proven that you have won over greed. And, and I'm one preacher that can say this. If I'm not a sower, I will not preach on sowing. I believe that sowing works. Hallelujah. So he increases you when you fear him and when you trust in him. Now, people, if you say you trust in God, it means you trust him with everything, even your money. <laughs> even with your money. You trust God with everything. You trust him with your waking up or going to bed. You trust him with everything. You fear the Lord. Then he says, number two, the increase comes when you, in, when you bless God with the increase that he gives you. Because I want to I speak this to, to somebody that wants to believe the word. You know, I'm always teaching this. Every Sunday I'm saying the same thing. Maybe, maybe it's a reality to you now. If I preach something out of the word of God, it must happen to you. Let's say that again. If, if I say anything word of God because this is a prophetic word a prophetic word is confirmation and not information always remember this today's prophets give you information I see a green apple in your fridge that's information that's not prophecy I see you drive a blue car yes it's me it's me that doesn't change your situation there's a person of the name of of, of Pete yeah I'm Pete I'm Pete good Pete knows his name is Pete Sometimes. I have, to, I have to get a new name now for God. We've got a Pete in church. Normally I was using Pete just as a now I have to get a new name. Okay, we see Sunny. Yeah, don't get it. name is Sunny. Yes, my name is Sunny. It doesn't change anything. But when I, when I give you revelation and confirmation, now I prophesy the word over your life. Hallelujah. When the word goes out, it must happen. It must happen. If, if I declare a word, a scripture that the Bible says, that God says, He will increase you to your right and to your left. Do you know what it means? It means that this week, increase is coming. If I believe it with all of my heart, if I take the word, my God, it's as simple as that. It's as simple as believing. You know, when you believe, you will receive. If you believe, you will receive. So it's as simple as that to just believe the word of God. So I declare, I prophesy this to people. That as you honor God with the substance of your increase, God will honor you and increase you. You will not have room enough. Listen, your car's tires will be able to run 10,000 kilometers extra. Your diesel will, will keep you longer. Your car will not break down. Your washing machine will wash in Jesus' name. And favor will hit you and knock you out of your seat. Because God is a God that is awake over His word to perform it. I want you to say to yourself, self, you better take this word. I'm increasing to the right and to the left. Woo! Hallelujah! Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Praise God. 
Now, in Isaiah 54, it says the following. He says that we have to rejoice in the Lord. We have to shout with gladness and praise the Lord. So do you know how increase comes? Just by rejoicing in the Lord always, in all situations. Even if you wake up in the morning next to your husband, and you look at your and you think here. Rejoice in the Lord always again. I say rejoice. <laughs> Or you can look at him and say, if you want to be happy for the rest of your life. <laughs> Make an ugly husband your. Make an ugly guy your husband. So from my personal point of view, get an ugly guy to marry you. And you get up and you say, look what the Lord has done. After the shower and after his hair is fixed, then you can say, look what the Lord has done. He makes all things new. When you look at him and you see that face, don't, don't, don't complain. You just say, you were wonderfully and fearfully made. More fear than wonderfully. Hallelujah. Rejoice. You know what we're doing now? We are setting ourselves up for the move of God. Because God moves where there's a cheerful heart. It's like medicine to the soul. Imagine I was standing every Sunday like this, preaching like this. Hallelujah. Don't laugh, this is church. Silence, please. You know, and everybody, you're not going to be happy. In heaven, this is what we're going to do. We're going to laugh in heaven. We're going to have a joyful part. I'm going to be there. It's going to be fun. Rejoice in the Lord always. Say this with me. Rejoice in the Lord always, in all situations. When I'm in the prison, I'm rejoicing. When I'm in the desert, I'm rejoicing. You better find something in you that's rejoicing in the Lord always. And I, 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 think, I, I like to think that God loves crazy rejoices. Tabula. Rejoice in the Lord always. Say with me, rejoice in the Lord always. Number four. This is what, what John said. He, he said, he must increase and I must decrease. When I decrease and he increase, I increase. Do you catch that? Because Paul says, it's no longer I who live, but Christ that lives in me. The life I now live, I live unto the glory of God. This is why you should not be offended by anything. You should decrease. Let Christ increase in you. You know, I've heard somebody say the other day that Moses was, was dying, so I'm calling the, the Joshua out of you. I said, no, I'm calling the Jesus in you to the forefront. I'm calling the Christ in you, the hope of glory. My God. Oh, hallelujah. I'm seated with him in heavenly places. I need to speak to somebody that believes that God is about to do some, something huge in my life. If you in this room, lift your hands and shout hallelujah. I must, I must decrease so that he can increase in my life. I must die to self completely. A dead man attracts the blessings. If you think about the four leprous men, the Syrian men that, that went to the, or the, or the, 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 the Syrian army that was about to invade them. So the four leprous men, I'll call them dead men walking. 
in the book of Kings, you'll see it, that the Bible says that they said to each other, we can either stay here and die, or we're going to go to Syria, by the way, our enemies, and find favor. If not, we can only die. Did you hear that scripture? If not, we can only die. There's nothing more that they can do to us. We can only die. But the Bible says when these four dead men walking started marching, you know, to Syria, the Bible says that God sent confusion in the camp of Syria. They heard an army. Here's four dead men walking. I think they were dragging each other. Come, buddy. Frag Dyker, Frag Dyker, And... And while they were walking, if you looked at them, it was like, yeah, the weakest of the clan. But God says, hang on a bit. I'm doing something behind the scenes. So there was a, it sounded like, do you know what Syria did? Syria left everything intact, and they ran away. All the gold, all the silver, all the cattle, everything was intact. So these four dead men walking came there and saw all the blessings that God has for them. And then they said, hang on, we're going to share this. It's so much that we can't take it just for ourselves. And they called Israel the king. And everybody came and they took gold and they took silver. Hallelujah. Because when I decrease and I'm dead to self, there's something that happens in me. God starts to bless me to the overflow. Elisha was dead. His bones already in a tomb. And they buried somebody in the same tomb. So as they threw this man in, he touched the dead bones of Elisha and rose from the dead. Imagine the anointing in a dead man. You want to see the power of God? You have to die to yourself. Decrease. Let God increase in you. And when he increases in you, anything that you touch starts to increase. Hallelujah. Come on, your, the favor on your life increases. The doors it opens up. Oh, hallelujah. Can I prophesy to somebody in this corner that wants to hear this? I prophesy from this moment that new windows of heaven will be opened up permanently. Permanently. Come on, you in this place. I declare new windows, new windows to open up permanently. Permanently. You will not go from miracle to miracle. You will live in a miracle continuously. I want you to high-five your neighbor and say, I am carrying a miracle on the inside of me. Glory be to God. When I decrease, He increases. You don't need much. You just need a song in your heart. You can look like the four dead men dying. You can stink, brood, that's fine. As long as you decrease continuously, God will increase you. He will increase you from the left to the right. My God. You better check that wallet and say, hey, wallet, you better hear the word of God. You're increasing. When you go to the ATM this afternoon and you try to draw money and the slip says insufficient funds, don't fear. Go to another ATM. You don't need that negativity in your life. Actually, no, close it. up, sir. And if all of them says insufficient funds, it's just because you have so much that the money is not in the bank. But you refuse your eyes to lie to you. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in this world. This joy that I have, a million bucks can't give it to me. Ten million bucks cannot give it to me. The joy that I have is the joy that God gave me. And the world cannot take it away. Hallelujah. You don't need that negativity in your life. Hallelujah. Insufficient funds. Yes, because you can't. Keep 10 trillion. 
It's not your capacity, it's their capacity. They've got a problem. Hallelujah. You just say, speak to the hand. And while the hand goes up, speak to this hand too. Look what the Lord. <laughs> Glory. I, I saw a couple of sour faces in this church and I saw everything changing. Yeah, I see people. But I mean, it's a fruit of anyone. That's breakthrough, brother. It's coming. Come on, say with me, it's coming. Number five, the Bible says this in Corinthians. Paul says, I have planted Apollos as watered, but God gave the increase. In order to see increase, somebody must sow, somebody must water. And both will receive the increase. I like that one. I like that one. You know, some people can preach the word of God. You can't do that, but your money can. But you get the, you know, many people are looking at, at Reynold Bonke. We spoke about that last night. We say, yeah, look at Reynold Bonke's accomplishments. But what people miss is the guy behind the scenes that's funding most of his Kenneth Copeland. Who Google attacks and says the false prophet, false man. He's sowing millions into the field of souls. And millions. This is why I always say to people, don't speak nonsense if you don't know the truth. People say, oh, wow, Reynold Bonke is saving souls, but behind the scenes is a king of Copeland that sows millions, millions a month for souls. So what happens? Many people miss the king of Copeland, but God knows, and at the end of the, 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 there's a crown. Because one has sowed, the other one has watered, but God brought the increase. And when, when you are, when you're behind souls, I promise you, when you're behind souls, God will always increase you. I've never seen anybody that made souls their primary focus and had lack. When that becomes, because that's the heart of the Father, when that becomes your everything, souls, God will increase you. I want you to shout increase. increase. Come on, one more time, increase. increase. Now, I'm, I'm almost there. I want to go to X. Can we get it on the screen quickly? Tell your neighbor, he's almost there. Who enjoys this? Look what the Lord has done. Now you have authority. Say with authority. Come on, say, oh, I have dominion. Say with me, I have power. I want you to say this with me that there's life and death is in my tongue. I want you to say this with me. I'm praising my way out this morning. Look at your feet quickly. And tell your feet, shackles are being broken. See, Satan tried to bound you for so long, but no more. There's a new song on the inside of me. Hallelujah. When I go through trials and tribulations, there's a song, you're simply the best, better than all the rest. Tina Turner sang it to somebody. I'm singing it to Jesus. You're simply the best. You're better than all the rest. Better than anyone, anyone I've ever met. Now, please, I hear him. People looking at the breakthrough. Near, far, wherever you are. Don't... It's not near far wherever you are. It's I'm stepping into it right about now. Because I carry breakthrough. I carry breakthrough. Hallelujah. Okay, that was my last one. I'll stop now. <laughs> but we've got authority. Say authority. You know, I want you to understand how much of authority that, you, that you've received. I'm going to be five more minutes, and then the Spirit of God is going to bang. So in, in, in the book of Matthew 16, 19, Matthew 18, 18, Jesus said to Peter, I give you the keys to the kingdom. I give you the keys to the kingdom. By the way, when Jesus spoke to Peter, 
Please, let's just get it straight. Le read your Bible in context. He wasn't just speaking to Peter. He was speaking to the church. Because he went on, he said, I'm going to build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. If you are part of the church, it means you. You've got keys to the kingdom. Say with me, I've got keys to the kingdom. I've got authority. You know, this is why Jesus said, heal the sick, cast out devils. Bible school students, help me out quickly. Cast out devils. He doesn't say, ask them politely to leave. He says, cast them out. It's like, what more can you eat? Cast them out. This Say with me, cast them out. Because we've got the authority. This is what God gave us. So there's a scripture that the Bible says in the book of Revelation that Michael, the, the archangel, and Lucifer contended over the body of, of, of Moses. There was a fight. And, and then Michael said the following. He said, the Lord rebukes you. Please take note. Michael couldn't say that I rebuke you in Jesus' name. He had to say the Lord rebukes you. Because you have to understand in the, the, the time that it happened when they were contending over the body of Moses, it was the time before Christ came to earth. Moses died in the Old Testament. We remember that. So what happened was, Lucifer was, was, was moving in the Adamic authority and not in angelic authority. Please remember when Adam fell in sin in the Garden of Eden, Lucifer take, took the authority that God gave man, he took it back. This is why the Bible called him the prince of the earth or the God of this world. Is everybody with me? So when the time of contention, they were fighting and... and Michael, the archangel, spoke out of angelic authority, and he spoke to Adamic authority. And Adamic authority is higher than angelic authority. Maybe you hear me this side. You are higher than angels. You might say, well, the Bible says, what is man that you're mindful of us? Because you have made him a little bit lower than the angel. The word angel in the Hebrew says trinity. You made him a little bit lower than the trinity. We are, we are not lower than angels. Jesus didn't die for angels. No angel can say amazing grace, how sweet the sound. But me and you can. The Bible says nobody knows the deep things of God. No angels, no living creature, but the Holy Spirit who reveals it to us. Us, not to angels. The Bible says angels looks upon us, how we worship God. Do you know what angels do when they see miracles happening on the earth? They're rejoicing in the Lord because they receive revelation of what the Father is. So now, Lucifer had, had Adamic authority. This is why he said, the Lord rebuked you. But then the second Adam came. He took back every key, every form of authority, and he said to the church, now I'm giving it to you. The works that you see me do, and even greater works than these will you do, because I go unto my Father. This means that this morning, that you that sit under the sound of my voice, everybody that watches me across the world, listening to our pot beans or whatever, I'm declaring if you sit in this place listening to me, under the sound of my voice, you've got power to tell your situation, your storm, your mountain, today is the last day that I'm going to deal with you. I'm coming for your head and I'm knocking your head off. I'm moving mountains. I'm killing giants. Today is the day. I am sick and tired of this battle. I'm speaking to real people in this place right now. That says I had enough. I spoke about this mountain for so long, but God didn't tell me to speak to the mountain. He said, speak to that mountain. He said, if you tell that mountain, be thou removed and do not doubt in your heart, it shall happen. You know, your, your situation that you're in right now is about to change. The only thing that you need to do is you better get a song in your spirit and say, enough is enough. I'm breaking loose. 
Als die loskinders in die plek. Breek bykie los. Halleluja. Ja. Die kerkerad gaan my inroep vandag. Before this scripture you will see that there was a woman with a, a girl with a python spirit. And she was following Paul all around. And do you know what she said? She said, these men are great men of God. She wasn't lying. But this, the, the, the demon in her said it out of a mockery way. Oh, these are the sons of God. They would mock him. So the Bible says that Paul was greatly displeased, irritated, fed up. Moog. Give me a few words, Afrikaners. Either not. Keelvol. Keelvol. Goeie woord. Keelvol. Hou dit tenminste so 13 as ek If you're one of them, lift your hand. The fed up ones. The killful ones. The greatly irritated ones. Okay. So the Bible says, and Paul turns around and he rebuked that spirit. And Bible school students, this is, this is a, a, a quick key to cast them out. The Bible says, he said, I command you. In the name of Jesus Christ, come out of her. And instantly that spirit left. Because you know, as I know, that there's a name above every other name. And in that name of Jesus, every knee must bow. And every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So the word spread and they were angry at Paul because they were making money out of this little girl. Alright, out of that spirit in it. So this is what the Bible says. They took them and they gave them many stripes. This is why Paul says, I've received 39 stripes. They, he, he received stripes. So the scripture says, and when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer, say jailer, to keep them securely. Now just go on to the next verse. Before you read it, the Bible says, in the inner prison, not just a common prison, inner prison, with so much security around them that they shouldn't escape. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet into the stocks. That's that shackles I was talking about. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, say suddenly. I want you just to pause there, just keep it on the screen for me. Do you know what the Bible doesn't say? The Bible doesn't say that when Paul and Silas were in the inner prison that they were playing video games. It doesn't say they were laying on WhatsApp. Amen? It didn't, it didn't say that. It didn't say they were, they, were, they were handing out recipes. I didn't even see Paul says, you know, we had a good run, Silas. <laughs> they, they, another song just came up. I'm, 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 I'm fresh. <laughs> Hallelujah. I feel like the idol's edition this morning. <laughs> Did I do good? Did I do good? So, <laughs> they were praying, and they were singing hymns. When you're in a bad situation, you find the greatest song. You don't get a song that is about to cut your wrists. You have to get something in you that's going to get you out of what you feel. So when, it, when we, this is what I do with, when, it, when the anointing starts to flow. I pick up the atmosphere. When people is depressed, I, I don't want them to go into slow songs. Because you're going to walk out like this. <laughs> and then you're going to go home and say, Lord, just give me a verse. You're going to open your Bible, put your finger there. And he's going to be, and, and, and Judas went and hanged himself. 
and you're going to close it. Oh, Lord, give me something else. And you're going to put your finger, and the, and the Bible's going to say, and that what you do, do it quickly. <laughs> and, then I'm, and then I'm going to get a call and say, come, this guy's hanging from his ceiling. <laughs> and I'm going to get your house, and your foot is uh, We don't want that. This, <laughs> this is why I have to sing a song that... That will resonate with your spirit, man. That will pick you out of your situation. When you're in prison, you don't sing songs in prison. You don't sing the jailhouse rock. You sing something like you're on the beach. Something of the beach, boys. Amen? Hallelujah. If you're a bus driver and you want to get out of that bus, you don't want to drive buses no more, you change the song what you sing. You don't go into Venga Boys, I don't want to be a bus driver all my life. No. You, you, stop it. You go, you, you, you go into a cheerful song and you lift it up like it's nobody's business. But I'm not qualified, but my God will qualify me. He promises that he will go before me and make a crooked path straight. Hallelujah. Give Jesus a shout of praise. So they were in the inner prison, guarded with soldiers everywhere. And the, the jailer received instruction that you have to keep them in prison. We're going to kill them. They're going to die the next day, by the way. But I like his faith. He wasn't caring. He was singing hymns and praising God. You know, that's a man of faith. A man of faith praises God when all hell breaks loose. If you want to know if somebody's got faith, speak to them when everything is bad. What comes out of their mouth will tell you where they are with God. When you receive bad news, you better tell that bad news. Pick it up in your hands and start to sing a song to it. Not when we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. You sing a song of the now. My God is a God of breakthrough. You are the God of the breakthrough. And when I can't see my way through, the Bible says they sang, they were praising. Say with me, they were singing. Not crying, singing. And they were praising God. Say praising God. And now, listen, I, I like this. Something happened while they were singing and praising. There was an aroma that went through that prison cell. And people were listening to them while they were praising and singing. The jailer were listening to them as they were praising and singing. Now you better hear me. Satan sees, the jailer sees, when you are praising and singing. And that brings confusion in the camp of the enemy, don't you think? That brings, the, what are you singing about? Don't you know that your house is going to be taken away tomorrow? Ah, do what you must. There's a song in your spirit. That nothing can stop it. Hallelujah. Come on, help me out. So a sweet smelling aroma flooded the place. And the Bible says this happened when at midnight. When it was so dark, at midnight they were singing songs, praising Him. At midnight. Say with me, midnight. midnight. And now as they were singing and praising, you see, this is the effect. This is why Satan wants you to shut up and not praise and not sing. Because the devil knows when I praise and when I sing, suddenly... Suddenly, 
Something is about to change. Maybe this message is not for everybody now. I'm speaking to at least 10 people that wants to hear this. When you praise and worship God in the midst of your storm, in the midst of your situation, something is happening. Suddenly, suddenly you walk into this place and all hell were against you. But suddenly you will leap out with new joy, new strength, new power. I declare the only thing that will not increase in your life is your waste. But everything else will. But I see the tiny set towards increase. That's only increasing. Everything else will increase. My God, I'm speaking to somebody. You will increase to your right. And suddenly you will increase to your left. Your sphere of influence will change supernaturally. Favor wherever you go. If, I go, if you go to your right, there's favor. If I turn to my left, there's favor. When you have a bad time at your job tomorrow morning, you better sing a song. Confuse that devil that's attacking you every single day. Hallelujah. As I miss like a bar show and roop. Create a leaky. I get no doubt when I get up there. What's the pastor is here? A geest gevuld ene. A joyful ene. One who has been with the Lord. One who has seen the Lord face to face. And knows that my God is not on the throne waiting to punish people. But when I laugh, he's laughing. When I cry, he's crying. He's a great high priest. By the way, when Jesus was walking on the earth, they were singing. They were making jokes. Jesus was not ernst money, please. The reason why you laugh is because he laughed. He made you. He created everything that's in him. He put in you. We are not from the sad to see. Why go for my? Thank the Lord that I'm not. Why do you think that God wants to see you sad all the time? He wants you. Now listen. He wants you to be happy. Happy and possess what God has given you. Let's go. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately, say with me immediately. immediately. I hope that you, you, you caught the prophetic word. The suddenly and the immediately. I'm going to say that again. The suddenly and the immediately. The suddenly and the immediately. Ah, hallelujah. The suddenly and the immediately. The suddenly and immediately. Suddenly and immediately. Immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. Imagine the effect of praising and worshiping. Chains were falling off, bang, and suddenly doors are opening up. While you are waiting for a door to open up, praise Him in the hallway. You stand before that, that closed door and you praise God. And, and you don't have to do much, just praise the Lord and see how God Himself will shake the foundation. What does this mean? Anything that comes against you, God will shake it and bring it not to your level, will bring it under your feet. And do you know what the Bible says? Is that the last one you've got? Of your bold after. Farah Prosen Nam. Increase, increase, increase. Hallelujah. So the Bible says then the jailer grabbed a sword not to kill Paul and Silas, to kill himself. Because he started realizing that no man can stop what God has blessed. He understands that no man can curse what God has blessed. He understood that if God before them, who am I that can be against them? Oh, hallelujah. He knew that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. He turned that, that sword upon himself. 
I'm preaching this to myself. My God, I feel it. Because no weapon formed against them. No weapon can form against a man or a woman of God that praises like he's no one's business. Is there somebody suddenly in this place? Immediately in this place. That believes something suddenly and immediately is about to shift in my favor. So what happened was the aroma of their singing was filling the whole jail cell. People were listening to them, and suddenly the jailer saw, we can't stop them. He took the knife, his sword, and he says, I'm, I'm killing. I'm killing myself. Paul said, hang on, don't kill yourself. We're not, we didn't run away. I had the opportunity to. But I'm not leaving without you. I want you to have the joy that I have. I want you to have the encounter that I had. You're not going to kill yourself. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach you who the real sword of the word is. I could have run away, but I, I, I'm now, listen, I've been in prison just for a while because, because I knew the day will come that I'm going to have to pull you out. Hallelujah. They got it here. They, they got it here. I, I'm not going through what I'm going through just for the sake of myself. I'm going through what I'm going through now so that later I can pull you through. And I'm not leaving without you being changed. And you know what the, that guy said? He, he fell on his knees, he lifted his hands, he said, tell me, what should I do to be saved? Because they, he knew this is only God that could have saved them. And I believe that before the end of this year, every enemy will tell you this can only be God that took you out of your mess. You have to be messed up. You have to be messed up for God to do a supernatural work in you. Don't let people tell you to mess up for God. You're not too messed up for God. When you're at your messiest mess, then you're still at your best for God. And you can still take your nothing and turn it into a something worth of value. You better get this right right now before I'm going to close this service. You have to get a song in your spirit and let nobody kill that song.